What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Healness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Today's episode is going to be about do narcissists have a one that got away? Mm. Silence. <laughs> do narcissistic people, toxic people, ever have a one that got away? Um, before we hop into today's episode, y'all, make sure you check out my self-love journal that's available on Amazon. Lee Hammock, I Love Me, a self-love journal to help you rebuild that self-love. And I have a self-love course coming out here pretty soon as well. But y'all, so truly, 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 you got to ask yourself the question. Do narcissists have a one that got away? And the simple answer to this question is yet. Yeah, Yes, y'all. I think a lot of people exclude, you know, a lot of people exclude narcissists from being people (laughs) and having feelings because I know that a lot of um, narcissistic people hurt people. You know, that's why the term narcissistic abuse came from. A lot of narcissistic people hurt people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But a lot of narcissists, you including myself, we do feel like there's, you know, I married my wife, you know, I'm married, but there is sometimes when you don't succeed in life or when you feel like you're settling for someone new, you do have a one that got away. Like, damn it, I messed that I messed that up. I really ruined that relationship. I did that. Like, I can't believe I'm not with this person anymore. I never ever thought the person would leave me. I never thought that we would break up. I never thought our relationship would end per se. But it did. It did end, and there's a lot of shame that's associated with the one that that got away. You see what I'm saying? Especially like, because like I, I, me, me personally, I do the think think that there can be a transition in the one that got away. Like, say, there's what like the narcissist might regret doing something wrong to somebody, might regret treating somebody badly, and they that person breaks up with them. And then for a few years, the narcissist is single or in a bunch of desolate relationships and they might find somebody that fit them better down the road. But there is that one person that they're like, damn, not all of them have, not all narcissists have this y'all, but a lot of them have like, damn, I messed that up. I can't believe I did that. But that does not mean that they would treat that person better. They just, uh, if they got caught cheating, if they went over the top and beat on them or something like that, they, it doesn't mean that they would stop doing it. It just means that they would try not to get caught. They were trying to do, try not to get caught up. They would try to avoid the. They would try to avoid the accountability that in the, that resulted in them getting left. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that they would treat the person better. It just means that they would try to avoid that accountability that comes along with that. So they would just try to, you know, move forward with something else. But yeah, there is a one that got away, y'all, and they, it, it hurts and it sucks. And you know, you remember people from way back in the day. I don't think the narcissist will ever forget people. Like forget people that they they've been like not not necessarily like one night stands and just wait we clap cheeks one time and that was it. I'm just saying people that we've shared love with, people that we've shared dreams and goals with, people that we built stuff together with, and then the relationship ends abruptly because of something that I have done, something you know it just fell apart. Um, but yeah, they got they they got away, 
but here's the dynamic the narcissist might start in in the minds of us we might start thinking like dang i messed that up dang i can't believe i did that dang i wish i could take that back but then y'all know i told y'all i told y'all about the mental gymnastics that a lot of narcissists do right the mental gymnastics that come along with a lot of narcissists is like they will start blaming the other person for whatever they did to them even if you are the one or two or three that got away, because they could be more than one that got away, different stages, y'all. They could be different stages and whatnot. Um, but if you were one of the one of the ones that got away, they are going to blame you for what happened. Like because if I don't blame you, I I have to sit in the shame of what I've done. If I don't blame you, if I don't hold you accountable for what happened to us then I have to sit in the shame and I have to deal with the shame that's associated with us breaking up. I have to sit in the shame and deal with the shame that's associated because that comes along the territory of us not being together anymore, of my, my, my heart, my little narcissistic heart being broken, my toxic heart being broken. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to sit in that shame. I don't want to deal with that shame. Shame sucks. Shame, y'all, shame sucks. Shame absolutely hurts. Shame is painful as hell. Shame is, y'all, shame is absolutely painful. It sucks. It hurts so dang on bad. I don't want to sit in the shame. I don't want to deal with the shame at all. That's not what I want to do. That's not what I'm, you know, that's not what I'm built for. That's not, that's absolutely not what I want to do. So I will blame you for us breaking up. I will blame you for me cheating. I will blame you for me yelling and screaming at you. I will blame you for me drinking or gambling. I will, whatever my vice is, whatever caused us to break up, I will blame you for our emotional disconnect. I will blame you for our lack of communication. I will blame you for everything that is possible for me to blame you about because that's how I feel better about myself. That's how I feel better about the relationship in it. That's how I survive. And that's literally what a lot of narcissists are trying to do, y'all. They are just trying to survive. They're trying to make it through day by day. He mentally, emotionally, physically, and things of that nature. So it's like I said, you could have been the one. Like, if you're the one that got away, it doesn't. Let me let me say this right here. Just because you might be the one that got away, doesn't mean that they will try to hoover you or get you back with you. Sometimes they will absolutely, absolutely let you go and let you free and go move on with their lives. Pride and ego are big with narcissists, y'all. Pride and ego are huge, huge. With narcissists, y'all. Pride and ego are big as hell, huge. And they do this thing with narcissistic people, y'all. That's what I'm just telling you. Pride and ego run rampant with narcissistic, toxic ass people. And that's one of the things that, that we have to deal with. You know, pride and ego take over. Pride and ego destroy us. And they might keep us from reaching out to the one we got, they got away. They might keep us from going to therapy and working on the relationship. They might keep us from actually offering a genuine apology and, t and taking accountability. That pride and ego is too big, y'all. And shame as well. Pride, ego, and shame. Pride, ego, and shame. That's, that's what it does right there. Pride, ego, and shame destroy narcissistic people from the inside out. It prevents us from doing so much. It prevents us from living lives of, of genuine nature, of, of love and kindness and growth. It prevents us just from, y'all, it, it, it just prevents us from doing a lot. But again, y'all, so if you made it this far in this video, y'all, if you're looking for a sign to go back to the narcissistic person in your life, or you might think you're the one that got away, this ain't it, y'all. I, I keep having to reiterate, don't go back to your toxic relationship because you see me making this video. If that person hasn't been any, done any kind of serious work on themselves, that person is not committed to going to therapy, that, that person not committed to making any kind of positive behavior alterations in their life, then that's it, y'all. You, you, unless you're gonna put up with the crazy, put up with the craziness you've been through. Because if, if they hadn't got, if they haven't gotten better, and you reach out to them, you're. It's kind of like, damn. I'm. I. You must be accepting and tolerating of the way I treated you. So that's what a lot of narcissistic people will do, right there, y'all. That because you, you because you come back, they think you're okay with the behaviors. 
and this is not me saying that you're okay with the behaviors. This is me saying that because you come back, there's a narcissistic mind. That's a narcissist mind. You mean you you yeah? Hey, are you not okay? You came back to me. Are you not okay with the behaviors? Because if you weren't okay, you could have just left me alone. You know what I mean? But that happens a tremendous amount in these toxic relationship dynamics, in these toxic relationship spaces, y'all. You might be the one that got away, like, or the one, you might be one of the ones that got away. But that doesn't mean you had to go back into that space, y'all, because they're not apologetic. They might feel bad for a little while, but again, they're going to blame you. And sometimes, y'all, you being the one that got away, sometimes they, they will hoover you. They will try to suck you back to the relationship. They will try to make your life harder, especially if y'all still have ties together, businesses, kids, money, whatever tied up together, houses, whatever it is. If you still have ties to this person, they're gonna make it. They're gonna make it extremely hard for you to leave them be. They're gonna make it your life extremely difficult for you to separate from them and if you to get free of them. They're not gonna make it easy because they want. They want you. They want you to be part of their life, so they're not gonna make it easy for you to leave. You know what I mean? If I want you as part of my life, why would I make it easy for you to leave me? That doesn't make sense at all. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm just telling people in these situations, in these spaces. You have to be like, you have to be the one, even if, even if you are the one that got away, even if they tell you, uh, even if they open their mouths and say, uh, the, the terminology that young folks use nowadays is I fumbled you, like fumbled a football, like I fumbled you, I fumbled. That doesn't mean that you need to let them recover the, recover the fumble and run it back the other way, y'all. It means you turn over on downs, let the other team have it. You know what I mean? That's why it's, uh, you don't have to go back into this toxicity, y'all, because you, you love them and care about them. Just because you love them and care about them does not mean that they, that they have changed their behaviors at all. This is still them. At the end of the day, they're still going to be toxic. They're still going to be manipulative. They're still going to try to do whatever they need to do to you to get over on you. Again, y'all, I'm not trying to hurt y'all's feelings. I know people are just like, well, I'm the one that got away. I'm not, you know, if you got away, a lot of people want to be the one that got away because got, getting away, listen to the, listen to the operative words there. The one that got away, got away. That means you survived. That means you're no longer a victim. You survived. You, now you can thrive. You got away. You don't want to be the one that stayed in it and got treated horribly and didn't get to live, live your life to the fullest extent possible. The one that got away. Got away. Got away. You see what I'm saying? The one that got away. You, be the one, you want to be the one that gets away, the one that survives and whatnot. Survives and thrives. That once you want that to be you, like I said, because they, you know, they might uh, narcissistic person, especially if you reject them, y'all. If you reject their advances after they, after the breakup ends, after the relationship ends, they could become obsessed with you. They could stalk you. They could try to harm you, and they might just say, "This is coming from a place of love." You know I mean they might just tell you that this is coming from a place of love, but you know damn well that it's not coming from a place of love. It is absolutely not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of hurt, a place, place of despair, a place of insanity. Sometimes, y'all, just be careful in these relationship spaces, y'all. Just because they say they fumbled you or you the one that got away or they really messed up, that doesn't mean that they're going to change and be better or treat you better at all. That doesn't mean that at all, y'all. They're just saying that's wordplay. That's what they call wordplay. Wordplay. They're playing with their words on you. They're playing with their words and they're playing with their food. They're playing with you. Don't let them play with words. Don't, don't, don't let them play with you, y'all. You know? But anyways, y'all, I'm about to hop off this thing. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter already if you haven't, y'all. Um, also, I have a kid's book coming out. It's about done. My kid's book is coming out to help kids in toxic relationship spaces. Kids are coming from lack. Y'all, it's, it's going to be a great kid's book. Me and my wife co-authored a book, so I'm excited about that. It's our first big project together. So subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already, y'all. The link is in the description of every video and podcast that I do. I'm super grateful for y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Mental Hymnus is out. Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video, y'all. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button so you don't miss any uploads. Turn on that notification bell as well. Thank you so much. See you later.